3, 2, 1. Get ready for two hours of inane nonsense with your favorite overweight redheads, Fat and Ginger. G'day ladies and gentlemen, how are you doing? We're doing fine, we're here in Barclay Street Broadcast Central. Thanks to Tomo and Shoots for a wonderful show, I was listening to that in the drive-in and it was wonderful. It was very good, they're still entertaining us now as we speak actually, they're in the next studio blowing fishes on the window. They keep gesticulating towards the roof strangely, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, oh, it's good to be back Tim, good yes. to be back in the studio mate, how was your week? Yeah, no, tip top was alright. Excellent, good so to just another. You know what, I'd love to try and find something, we had a gig on Saturday night. We did, yeah. It went really well. It was good to get back amongst comedy again. It was. So to be live on stage again with the, uh, I've forgotten how bright the light is. It's very bright. We need to do something about that. We need to dial it down because I can't see shit. I'll no, you can't see anything, can you? No. Nah, all I see is bright light and I can't get any audience yeah. reaction. I don't know if anyone's laughing. I don't know what's going on. No, that's right. You could almost take the entire audience out of the room, except for the people who are right at the front. You wouldn't know anyone on stage. Yeah, we'll have to dial it down. Maybe put some- Cellophane. Yeah, cellophane. Or, or red. Some, yeah, okay. That might do red. <laughs> That'll work for us. <laughs> be a whole different show. Hey, look, we've got a massive show again tonight. Uh, look, I'm going to talk about my new favourite lunch, and I believe Ooh. you're going to discuss babysitting Jake. Well, it's been a long week for me, Tim, yes. yes. I've, yes. I know, yes, mate, yes, I know. Yes, yes. Not only babysitting my nephew, but also I went up to the football yesterday, and uh, it was a long day at the MCG. It was wet, it was raining, and we were just terrible. That, was my, that spend... was my first game since the prelim of 19, actually, to watch in the flesh, and it was just the biggest disappointment of all time. Jeez, well, that's actually going to be covered in the That's Crap segment later on. We might talk about you it. Talk, yeah. You talk about footy and I talk about my waning love affair with driving. Uh, <laughs> so mailbag will keep our egos in check. Uh, I've written here actually disheartened Luke Massey will discuss. Yeah, if you, if you can tell I'm a little bit down tonight. I'm still, <laughs> it always affects me for about four days oh, after a big loss like that. You're terrible with it. Oh, no. I know. Oh, no, I let it take over. But uh, what is going to build me up though is yeah. that we have got an amazing special guest tonight. Tell us about him. Aidan Nicholson. Runs Dirty Angel Comedy. He does and does a great job there. He's got his own podcast. Very funny man, very entertaining man and has a lot of things going on. I think he's going to be great to chat to. I couldn't agree more. And also Dave, sorry, Associate Professor Dave Bade. Got his right over there. Gives us an update on stuff and uh, yeah. So if he heard you calling him just Dave Bade, would he like scold you for that? Not at all. No? no I don't think he's ever called himself Associate Professor Dave Have Bade. you ever called a doctor mister? Have you ever done that? Well, it's funny because in some states, we can talk, ask Dave about this, in some states, surgeons want to be called Mr. to differentiate themselves from doctors. Okay. It is the most bizarre thing. I think it's like in Victoria and New South Wales, but you go to Queensland and they all just call themselves doctor. But it's all a bit of a wank, really. I, I want to now be referred to as radio presenter Luke Massey. Is that possible? Yeah, well, let's go. We'll yeah. do it. Yeah. And radio. once I get taken off the I'll just be bum Luke Massey. Former radio <laughs> The artist <laughs> formerly it. known as. And look, most surprisingly is that Aussies in Hollywood is still back. We didn't even receive one single email, one single phone call. Nobody complained about last week. And I <laughs> I thought that might have got us taken off the air. Worryingly, what that says to me is we should go harder. Do you reckon? Yeah, let's play a song. Okay. If you could only see she loves me. All right. I have no idea who that was and what the song was called. It was called If You Could Only See because they said it like 28 times in the chorus, Tim. Yeah, but so. it doesn't always mean that's the name of the song, though. Oh, I know, but in the late 90s it was. Yeah. That's from a band named <laughs> Tonic. That was their big hit. Oh, I've heard think. of them. Have you? Yeah. They go well with what? Gin? Gin, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, I think they're a bit of a one-hit wonder. 
And uh, as you didn't know Jeff Buckley the other week, I wouldn't imagine you'd know Tonic. You're still having a go at me about that. Well, it's just crazy, mate, that you'd never heard of these people. Well, look, In fact, I'm going to play a song from his dad later. Who? Jeff Buckley's dad. Hang on, who's his dad? Mr. Buckley. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, good one. <laughs> well, his name was, he was Tim as well. Tim Buckley. And he was a bit of a folk singer in the 60s and early, maybe not early 70s, but definitely the 60s. You can't hop into me for not knowing who Tim Buckley is. No, no, I'm not getting into about that. No. That was just a little vignette. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, Jeff Buckley, that you don't know him is really disappointing. <laughs> Do you know what? And because I can see your face here in the studio, which is in itself sometimes disappointing, but <laughs> you're the, you're, you're, you had genuine disappointment on your face when yeah, not now. I'm taking the piss out of you no, now. That's but right. the other day, I was like was shocked just, yeah. that you didn't know who it was. And even was Lockie. it associate producer, no. Professor Dave Bates? It was former Shield cricketer, Lockie Stevens. We've got to give everyone a little time. Yeah, that's right. he yeah. was, and he actually he posted on Facebook giving me the link to Jeff Buckley so I could do some research. And did you? No. Of, of course, course you didn't. I was way too lazy for that, <laughs> aren't you? That's right. I'm in a really difficult place in my life at the moment where I'm lazy, I'm an inherently lazy person, but I'm also busy. So yeah, that wouldn't be good for it, you. It's not, no. It's so not. when are you finding some Timmy time? No, not at all, no. No? The, oh, the toilet it. becomes a fortress of solitude. <laughs> <laughs> when you drag the laptop in there and spend hours in there, that's <laughs> a little bit of overkill. <laughs> the poor family thinks I've had explosive diarrhoea for two weeks. <laughs> now, and there might be a reason for that. <laughs> this is what you wanted to talk about now. I did now. I spoke, I think, uh, last week about my discovery of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, jam sandwiches, and we discussed your hatred of peanut butter. Yeah, I can't. I no, just can't. can't. I can't even be around it. Well, it makes me... Well, I think we need to do some experiments like how close can you be to it and open, shut, vessel. You, you know what it looks like? Like the texture yeah. and the colour? Yeah. yeah. That's what it is to me. At a stretch. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we're getting sidetracked. Okay. So the other day I went out to a bakery where I had a barn me. So spelt B-A-N-H space M-I. Okay. And it is a Vietnamese pork roll, and it is the single greatest food I've ever discovered. Okay. Well, so tell me about it. What makes it so great? Oh, where do I start? Because it is pork rolls. Everyone's yeah, had a nah. pork roll. Why is this different? I think it's a combination of flavors and textures, because food is as much about texture as it is about flavor. Okay. So it's got the lovely roasted pork, and they leave a little bit of crackling on it. Yes. So you've got that little bit of crunch, and it's got coriander in it, and I understand that coriander is a very polarizing food. People either love it or they passionately hate it. Right, that's in there. Carrots, some other fresh stuff. So you, you feel as if you're doing something right by yourself. Yeah, by eating a pork roll. But you're actually having a pork roll. Yeah. And then there's a bit of sort of almost chili jam on it, if you like. Okay. Give it a bit of heat. Wow. I, I can't recommend it highly enough. To yeah. you and to our listener. So whereabouts in Ballarat are we allowed to say the name yeah, of the place? Yeah, Green's Bakery in the Mall. There you go. Yeah, so there's some free advertising. Now, we so have one down in Geelong as well, not a Green's Bakery, but there is a world-famous mm. pork roll that I imagine, Vietnamese pork roll, which yeah. is, I, I imagine it's exactly the same as what you're yeah. talking about. You have to go to this little bakery in Newcomb to get it, mm-hmm. and there is a line-up out the door Every day. Yeah, that'd be barn me. Someone yeah. told me about it. I went down there. I got one. It was sensational. Yeah. The crackle, the chili. Like, yeah. I'd put chili on cornflakes. I love yeah, it. Yeah, we've discussed that. Yeah. So it was fantastic. And I just kept going back and you'd be lining up around the corner. Yeah. Every time. Yep. Yeah, that's a barn me. So yeah, you, okay. you know it. Yeah, and, I know. And it, it is yeah. fantastic. And it, and they do on beautiful fresh rolls as well. So you've got, again, the texture and the stuff of the crunch of the bread. The, oh, it's all Yeah, weird. you're getting excited. Look at your saliva yeah. coming down your chin, mate. What's I might, going on? I might wreck the panel if I keep <laughs> Is there anything else that you've eaten lately? Because you love to talk about food, don't you? Uh, yeah, I've eaten a lot of stuff lately, yeah. yeah. What, what else has been on your mind? Making a pest of myself at the canteen at work when I insist 
on a freshly cooked battered sav. Okay. So not one that's been in the Bay Marie, even for a minimal time, it's going to be fresh. Is it up there with like the South Melbourne Dimmies? Yeah, nah. Ooh, geez, that's, nah, South Melbourne Dimmy is in its own league. What about spring rolls? Like the, not the ones you get from like a Thai place. I mean the ones, the big, massive, long ones that like paper. a Chico roll. Oh, yeah, but deep fried or? Deep fried, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, mate, it's all nondescript sort of mush yeah. inside them. See, I eat that and convince myself that it's good for me because it's got some cabbage. stuff in it that's green. Chico roll. And, and I figure <laughs> it's got to be good for me if so it's you green. St- you stand in front of the Bay Marie at three in the morning, you go, I'll have a corn jack because it's got corn in it and corn's a vegetable. Now, we've just got a message. We have, yeah. Off <laughs> the lads that were just on before us. Yep. Now, polarising. <laughs> polarising, all right. To say the least. Yep. We have got Jared saying he loves pork. Yes. I assume he's talking about the food. One would hope so. And we've got Justin saying that coriander isn't for him, <laughs> uh, but he only used two words to do it. <laughs> yeah, so right, yeah. I can't read out what that first word is. No, well, um, perhaps we could do a, some sort of poll tonight. We're discussing, do you love or hate coriander? Just or the third option, do you even know what it is? Hey? Well, a lot of people might not have had it before. Or do you, what's it called in America? I wouldn't have a clue. Uh, it's called cilantro. Well, there you go. Yeah. I wouldn't have had a clue what no. you're talking about. But Americans get a lot of stuff wrong. Yeah, they do. Uh, but look, ring in, text in, send a carrier pigeon, send a paper aeroplane. Let us know whether you love coriander or not. Yeah, that'd be great. It'd be great to hear from people and nice of Jared, Jared and, and Justin. Justin to swear at us. That's right, online. Yeah. And continue yeah. to do so. And continue. Yeah, it's still it's, coming, it's, the abuse. It, it yeah. is. Now, you want to, what yeah. do you want to talk about? Uh, well, I think we're going to play a song. We'll come back. Now, yeah. I, I know how much you love rap music, Tim. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, you okay. are a massive fan. You're hip. You're down with all the kids. And look, I tell you what. If it's uh, Beastie Boys or who did uh, Run DMC, that's it. That's it. That's all we can play. Mine, Eminem. Oh, okay. Well, Eminem does feature as part of this song. Okay, carry so on. So we think we're going to be all right with yeah, it. We'll be right. Okay. When they move the lips, just a bunch of gibberish and motherfuckers act like they forgot about Dre. <laughs> Abusing someone, now's your chance. It's Fat and Ginger's Mailbag. I'll tell you what, it's funny that Mailbag is happening right now because if that song doesn't generate some feedback, nothing will. Well, Tim, once again, I didn't think it through. I didn't vet the song as well as I should have. There was a lot of swearing, which would have kept Justin and Gavin happy because they they've, been, they've been swearing. <laughs> <That's laughs> right. a, a few nice messages there. Yeah. Uh, I just got those. Yeah, yeah. quite a great song from 2001. Is that Dr. Dre's it album. Yeah. Jeez, I'm out of touch. I thought it was new. What year do you think it came out, Tim? I thought it was out last year or something. I'm hopeless. 2001. Yeah, you just told me that. Yeah. No, no, that's the name of the album. Oh, yeah. That's well, that just shows no imagination, does it? <laughs> now, look, the jingle dictates it's a mailbag time. Okay. So uh, I'll go first if you like. Right um, It says, uh, this one here is from John, and John says, I was lucky enough, brackets, question mark, uh, to meet you both on Saturday night at the gig. Uh, lucky you were funny as you both have heads for radio. It's backhand a compliment, isn't it? Well, it so is. So yeah. it's sort of saying, well, you were funny yeah. on stage, but you were ugly at the same time. That's up there with the backhanded compliment. Oh, I thought you were going to be crap, but you're actually all right. Yeah. I've had that one a few times. Have you? Yeah. By lovers or? <laughs> or everyone, yeah. <laughs> Parents, lovers, yeah. yeah. Audience members. Well, it's nice of John to at least take the time to do that and, and give a shit. Yeah. Like we've entertained him. That's right. And he's just said, wow, that's fantastic, the, but the, you are still ugly. For the princely sum of 10 bucks a ticket. Yeah. Give 
minute steal, away. Steal, isn't it? Do you want to do the next one? Yeah, you do the second one. I'm going to do the third one. Righto. Look, uh, the next one's sort of a question, a bit of a rude question. Uh, can either of you touch your toes from Brad in Geelong? Well, I can, but I just can't do it standing up. No, that's right. I, yeah. Look, there we go. Right yeah. there. Yeah, sitting down right now, I can touch them. <laughs> Is there a trick to it? Or what? I don't get that question. I, I don't understand. We might get back to Brad for more clarification. Yeah. <laughs> and the third one? Well, the third one I just seen now, and pretty close to home here, Tim. Well, it's got this, this person has the same last name as you. Yeah, funny that, isn't it? <laughs> the show is called Fat and Ginger, but isn't Luke both? That's right. And that's from Zara Massey in Geelong, who happens to be my 12-year-old daughter. That's right. Uh, have you spoken to her about that? No, no, that's uh, completely uh, unsolicited. That's Because nothing. you've already yeah, I know, yeah. interviewed her and, yeah. and guided her about what to say about me. Yep. Do you know she's lost all respect for me from there? She had respect for you? No, she didn't. Yeah, right. But the last little skerrick is just completely wiped away. Out the window. Yeah, so anyway, it was nice of her to take the time to message in, <laughs> and if if she is listening, forget that lunch order for tomorrow. That's right, yeah. No, yeah. that's right. Vegemite it's not going to happen. So, seems we got to mailbag a little bit early than what we normally would. Do we want to move on to my topic? Yeah, please. Okay. So, the last week, I've had the great pleasure of babysitting my little three-year-old nephew, Jake. Mm. It's bloody hard, Tim. Yeah, I think you've told me about this in the past. It is hard. bloody hard. Because my kids are all older. Yep. Now, so I've got no interest in looking after little kids anymore. No. It's beyond me. I've done my job. Well, you get I've on. wiped enough asses, Tim. How old are you now? I'm 40. Are you? Yeah. You're not older than that. No, I'm 40. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you gave me on there. What do you mean by that? Well, you're at least 45. Aiden's nodding across the desk at me as he He didn't even move his head, mate. He You're did. just saying that. Prove he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look back at the tape. That's it. But uh, yeah, little four-year-old mate, he's just got so much energy. And there's a couple of things that really, really just got to me, right? There's little things. Well, and I mean it when I say little things. Yeah. All week he's been walking around with a stiffy. Right. Yeah. Good just having you. it out. Just yep. shaking it around at me. Proud of it. Mate, it is crazy. <laughs> it's just, I didn't even know little kids could get stiffies. Yeah. He's just walking around with no pants on, <laughs> just playing with it, flashing at me like a sword. <laughs> the joy of youth. And it was a stiffy that big. He had no loose skin left to close his eyelids, Tim. <laughs> Move on. Number just two. Fine. Number yeah, two. Right. The other day. No, no, no one's called him. We're yeah. fine. The other day, right, because my sister said he was toilet trained, right? The other day, I've walked into the loo. And the, there was a poo in there, right? Bobbing up and down. So, so hang on. With so no toilet paper. Stiffies now poos. Come yeah, on. yeah. No, we're highbrow on this show. Look, in fairness, in fairness, I've got three young kids, and that is life, isn't it? Is just poo. And that's what it is. That's what it is. Clean with, enough. With, and that's why I don't like it anymore. Yeah. But there was a poo sitting in there, Tim, with no toilet paper, and I couldn't for the life of me work out how that happened. Mm. Well, it, it begs the question. Begs uh, several questions. I don't know what happened. I sat there looking at it, just trying to get my head around it. And upon investigation, what did it occur? <sighs> Well, I didn't investigate any further. I just <laughs> sort of thought, well, there goes my nice new couch. That's the only thing I could think of, really. <laughs> That's right. But, uh, yeah, just way too much energy expended chasing this young kid around. And he's never – it doesn't matter what you put on for him. Put a movie on, five minutes, I'm bored, switch it off. Yep. I want to go do something else. I'm bored with that, switch it off. It's just craziness, man. Are, are there any shows that he loves? Uh, you know one thing that he does sit there and watch? Right. He watches other people play computer games. On YouTube? On YouTube. That's, so but that's just huge. Not nice. them playing it, but what's on their screen. Mm. 
and he'll just watch for hours and hours. It'll just be like a car driving around with a superhero in it and doing jumps and stuff. That's probably got a name, that game. It's probably got thousands, hundreds of thousands of viewers, and we don't know. But it, it probably well, it's, has. it's a closed book to us, isn't it, that stuff? Yeah, well, was, we didn't have YouTube growing up. Probably no, for a good thing. Yeah, that's probably all yeah, for the best. But I was watching, um, I don't know, ESPN or one of those channels you find on pay TV. You, you get about 20 sports channels. And one of them had two kids, not teenagers, playing FIFA soccer on like the computer game against each other. So yeah. on the screen, you saw them in the corners playing against each other and then the game was the main screen. But those sort of things have like millions of hits. Yeah, big money too. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars at stake. Do you know there's a whole world of people playing computer games that they actually make quite a lot of money. Yeah. So one of my friends, he's got a son who, who I think he got 800 bucks for winning a tournament online yeah. and then there's an, uh, he knows someone else who actually got taken over to America to compete in this tournament, got thousands and thousands of dollars. Point of order there, so if we're talking computers and the internet and all that sort of good stuff, why do you have to go to America to play in a tournament? I don't know. They took him over there. That's why do you have to. But do it that? was like EA Sports or something. Yeah, right? So they're yeah. pretty big company. But they, he was paid thousands and thousands of dollars. Like I'm talking 50, 60 grand mm. to play virtual American football yeah, or something. Yeah, you're no. getting that money for playing it on computer games. That's right. And do you know who's got his finger on the pulse with kids and young people and all that sort of stuff? Who's that? He's Aiden Nicholson. And we'll be talking to him later on. Oh, we'll be able to ask him about all we'll that ask stuff. ask him about that. That's it. I just worry for these people. What happens if they blow out their virtual knee early in their career? Well, that's true, yeah. You've got to you know, manage How are they going to bounce back? Well, training regime can be brutal. <laughs> <laughs> so as they get older, they have to deload the training a bit and yeah, all that sort of yeah. good stuff. Sometimes that can lead to a downward spiral of virtual drugs. Okay, virtual um, Virtual help. women. Next thing you know, he's playing Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> I can't even speak tonight. It's about the fourth gaff I've made. <laughs> you didn't say anything. No one would know. Like, no, that's right. I'll just sit here quietly. Yeah. You can do it all by yourself. Do you want to play a song? Yeah, go on. Okay. much do love that jingle and love that song by van halen hot for teacher well i do know you like your early 80s songs mate big hair big sounds big quality Uh, keep it going so we're just talking about one of the songs coming up and and you had no idea what it was no and it's one of the biggest hits of the 90s mate one of the great bands and you just got no idea you say that but my response my retort to that is if i haven't heard of it how can it be one of the biggest hits of the 90s yeah true i should have run it past (laughs) you And your musical knowledge, encyclopedic. Tim. <laughs> oh, I'm now, with it. Yeah. that's crap. I could only think of one thing that I wanted to talk about tonight, yeah, mate. Yeah, and look, we've got the counselling number, Lifeline, on speed dial. Thank you. you. To talk about this yeah. because I think I feel most sorry that that's the first game you've been to since. Well, that after game. yesterday, Lifeline could have easily combined with Nike and just changed their number to one eight hundred. Just do it <laughs> because I drove home last night just in a world of hurt. Now I'd spooked us up. That was the problem. Yeah. I got a few Melbourne supporters. My stepson's a Melbourne supporter, and I just sort of said, "Look, I'm going to ring you at the final siren and give you shit." Yeah. So uh, when you go early like that, you need to be able to back it up, Tim, and that is not what the Geelong Football Club did yesterday. And what also has an impact is you don't just go by yourself. You don't sneak off to the footy. No, no, no. You fill up the entire people mover with masses and we you do. all go. And we have a couple of quiet ales on the way up and yep. we make a bit of a trip of it. And, yep. um, you know, the kids just sit there and be quiet or they get in trouble. Yep. Um, but yep. I, I just love yelling out at the footy, mate. I love getting involved in it. I, I, you know, I have a little bit of a chat. 
chat while I'm there to anyone around us who disagrees with my point of view. Oh, oh, a bit and, of a chat. Uh, <laughs> yesterday I, I got there and the kids, as always, like they like to do, say, Dad, can you please not yell out today? And I say, yep, no worries, kids. And then two minutes later I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. Surrounded by Melbourne supporters and decided to give them a little bit back about being irrelevant in the competition. Uh, uh, can I, sorry, can I interrupt you there? Having attended the football with you at the MCG, I've got to say that the vitriol coming out of you is 360. So some of it will go out towards the ground and then you'll turn around and you'll be just anyone. Uh, oh. This is all on the proviso that we've been a successful team for a long time. And uh, yesterday I just copped it from all angles. As they piled on goal after goal, everyone just pointed everything <laughs> towards me and I just sit there and cop it because when you're getting smashed up like that, there's nothing you can no. do. And, uh, and also, you're right though, you go the early crow, which is kind of good fun. Yeah. You've got to be prepared to wear it if it doesn't Oh, it does. Right. You have to have a little bit of a thick skin. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, yesterday I didn't. <laughs> I was just too disappointed. No, I did. you got to cop it, Look, mate. If you're prepared to give it, you got to cop it. That's a, a good rule for you kids out there. In life in general. Absolutely. Now, I've got, to say, I've got to ask you this question because I think it's important that you remember this. What effect did you have over the outcome of that game? I think I yelled loud enough to be able to uh, cheer a few people on. So you think when – what's his, what's the Hawkins kid's name? What's it – Tom? Uh, that's the one. When Tom Hawkins is struggling, he would have heard Luke from the stand. Yeah, just giving a little bit of direction on where to lead. Yeah. How to kick the footy, what the drop of the ball's got meant to be like. That's right. And you're, uh, you're going, you know, three kilometres per hour, light easterly. He's going, oh, thanks, Luke. <laughs> There's a good reason I'm not involved in that sort so, of thing, Tim. Look, they played terrible. Uh, I cop phone call after phone call all the way home. I was still getting memes today. And, uh, yeah, it's been a bad 24 hours. I think I should come good about Thursday just in time, time for, for, for the next game. Oh, imagine if you lost to North Melbourne in Geelong. Let's not even talk about oh. it. I won't be here on Monday night if that happens. No, I, you won't. I, I couldn't face you. I couldn't face anyone. No, no. I'll quit my job. Yep. Yeah. yeah no, and that'll be it. Listeners, you think he's joking, but he's not. <laughs> he's not. Because having been to the 2019 prelim with him, he was- You love talking about that game, don't you? Well, you started again. Yeah, you I know. Brought it up. I brought it up, yeah. And I, was, I actually found him after the game because you get lost in the rush as you go out. And I found him because we parked in a similar spot. And I was going to go up and just lay into him. And then poor old Zara in tears. Yeah, he thought he was crying. Oh, I had I mate felt, saying, I feel so it. bad. Yeah. So uh, I deflected onto her. I just sort of said, look, guys, I can't talk to you at the moment. My daughter's upset. But really, it was me crying. It just sounded like that high-pitched noise was coming from her. Now, if we move off the football. Okay, let's get off it. I don't want to think about it anymore. So what is your segment for That's Crap? Mine's a slow burner. Mine's a long-term one. Uh, I think we can all remember back to when we were 18 and we first got our licence and how much we loved driving. You would drive anywhere for any reason. Yeah, you'd look for an excuse. Yeah, you? so you'd have yeah. a friend that lived in Meredith from Geelong and you'd go, yeah, you know, I'll drive you home, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Drive all the way there and all the way back just for it. If I win the lotto on Thursday night, which I think is 50 million. I I'll, think you're a good chance. Well, you know, got to buy a yeah. ticket first. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will employ a driver because I'm overdriving. I'm yeah. over it. Well, you, you drive more than most people, mate. You drive from Ballarat to Geelong every morning. That's right. To attend uh, work. I reckon. I won't say to go to, to work because yeah, you don't work. No. You do nothing, as we've heard past in That's the show. Right. But to attend work and uh, and in an hour and what, 15, hour and 20 back. Yep, every day. Through those road works, it's every enough to drive day. anyone mad, Tim. I reckon, and I'm going to do this experiment one day, I reckon I could drive that section of the Midland Highway with my eyes shut. Yeah? Yep. And I'm going to put it out there, and I think anyone else listening tonight should do the same thing with Remember me. Remember you wanted to measure it with a sausage? Yeah, I still do. Yeah, well, yeah. maybe that will help. Yeah, well, I'll know how many sausages it is between turns. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so driving in general, what about just getting around Ballarat? Surely nah, that's not so bad. No, nah, I just get a driver and say, Barry, I want to go to the kebab shop and then drive me to the kebab How shop. How much is this uh, lotto? 50 mil? 50 mil, yeah. So we're assuming you're the sole winner. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. First of all, we're assuming you're going to buy a ticket. Yeah, that will greatly improve your chances. And then by extension, you go, okay, Barry, listen, I just want you to go and get the milk from the supermarket. I'm not going to come. You're just yeah. going to go. So what you need is a personal assistant. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. Well, personal assistance. Because remember, driving. you won't be working anymore if you win that 50 mil. You won't well, have to drive not, to Geelong. Apparently, I'm not working now. I couldn't <laughs> else. But, yeah, so just drive. I'm just over it. I'm over the, the indicating. I'm over the other dickheads on the road. I'm over... Yeah. And we've already heard uh, yeah. in the past about your... I'm over around uh, How angry you get uh, in the car. And now it's coming into winter too, so you drive to work in the dark and you drive home in the dark. Yeah, okay. Over yeah. it. Yeah, that's that's the hard part, isn't it, in winter, when you it just is. don't get any daylight to yourself. No, nah, that's mm-hmm. right. Uh, is it time for a song again? Yeah, yeah I think so, time. mate. Now, this is a song we were discussing before. Tim saw it in the schedule. It's called Stink Fist by Tool, which I think most people would probably know of our era. And Tim looked at it and goes... We've already had one song that was a little bit controversial, a little bit of swearing. He goes, I don't imagine a song called Stink Fist is going to be much better. Oh, that's right. I'm, I'm worried about this. Okay, let's play it. Right. Nah, I don't know what that song was. Okay, so here's what happens is, right, Voice FM has an ad that plays at quarter to nine every night. And every time we come in on Monday night, we go, right, we're not forgetting it this time. And what do we do? We, we got forget- chatting to yeah, we- uh, our guest, Aiden, yep. and, uh, and just completely forgot it was coming up. I just thought you did it because you hated the song, mate. I thought that's what you, that one way around it. You just Which one? Like, that song that was on just then or Stink Fist? Stink Fist. No, it was good. You were liking it? Yeah, well, I knew it. When you started playing it, I knew it. Oh, you did know it. Okay. Yeah. Well, so. right. well, anyone who was enjoying that song, sorry, you got the first half. Later on, we're going to play the second half. Yeah, that's right. And basically, the gist of the ad was, if you want to be a presenter, give them a call. Yeah, basically. What's the number here, Tim? Uh, a five triple three one two zero one. And anyone who wants to call in and have a bit of a chat to us, we're happy to chat. That's Again, right. that number is five triple three one two zero one. That's right. And anyone who reads out a number like that in any other format other than four four is an idiot. <laughs> so it's like with mobile numbers, right? The accepted format is 433 when yeah. you're reading a mobile number. If anyone does it any other way, you're a moron. So what do you mean? Like four digits, three, and then three? Yeah. Zero, zero, did, did zero, I just zero, do it zero. right? I don't know. Is that yeah. where you it up? Zero, 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 zero. Okay. I'd say 433 because it's a 10-digit number. Yeah. And you get people who go three... Four four or whatever, just you, you get you get worked up about the funniest things. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, spelling, yes. Like if someone writes you a text message with bad spelling, you have to point it out. Don't yeah, you? I do. Well, especially Tosh because it's good fun. Yeah, it, it is pretty fun. Gets him it? wound up. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's and, good. and you've always got material with him. Oh yeah, all the time. But the other one I hate, and I actually pulled up uh, Justin from the previous show on it is lessons versus learnings. Ah, oh, you did too as we come into the studio. Cannot stand yeah. learning. I've never seen anyone look more bored than what he did, as you were telling him. <laughs> I was talking to him about it. <laughs> I felt it was important, though. So, yeah. to we, discuss uh, stuff. Oh, should I uh, play the jingle? I think we should, yeah. Okay. And now it's time for an update on stuff. Yes, it's that time of the week where we talk to either. either. See, I can't talk tonight. You are on fire tonight. Oh, I know. We either talk to former Shield cricketer Lockie Stevens or Associate Professor Dave Bade. And they always have to have that title, don't they? That's right. Yep. It's never just Dave Bade. No, that's it's right. Associate Pro- Professor. I always muck that up. Yeah, I always say producer. Producer. Associate Professor Dave Bade. That's right. And here he is now. Good evening, Dave. Uh, good evening, lads. How are you? Very well. How are you? I'm well. I'm well, mate. I'm very relaxed. I've just had a 
lovely week's holiday. I am, uh, yeah, when, enjoying life. And uh, when are you back at work? Tomorrow morning, unfortunately. Oh, so we've caught you just on that sort of cusp of time when you start to realise that you're back at work and things are getting ordinary. No, Sorry. I haven't said work until just now. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, Associate Professor Dave Bay, good to see you again, mate. Uh, now, I did hear a whisper that you might be a little bit under the weather tonight. Is that correct? I'm just enjoying my last uh, evening of, of, of holidays, I suppose. Yeah, and why not too? Uh, and why not? And why not? Yeah, I, I spent a, a week at a resort up in the Sundays, but it was one of those fully licensed resorts where I couldn't actually partake as much as I usually would because everything costs $1,000. So what, you couldn't just nip down the bottle-o and grab yourself a cheeky slab or something? Mate, I was on an island. There was no bottle-o. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like my sort of holiday, mate. <laughs> Is that is that the island with the golf carts? Uh, no, that's that's Hamilton Island. Sorry, so it is too. We did a little day. We did, did a little day trip there, and there were plenty of Victorians up there. I can tell you that much. It was buzzing up there. Yeah, we've been uh, locked no, down, we, mate. Yeah. We're in a little, little daydream island, which is a, a little island up there. It's a, and, a, a family holiday. And so, you, do you fl- where do you fly up to to get to that? Oh, we flew we flew into Hamo. Yep. And we caught a ferry across, and it was. Uh, Absolutely stunning weather for the entire week. Well, I heard the weather was a bit um, dicey up there. No, it rained the first day we got there, and then just perfect 30, 30 degrees, sun blaring yep. weather for, for seven days, and the rain came in this morning. I was yep. going to say, that perfect 30 degree weather, it sounds like you're down here in Ballarat, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the polar ice is coming off down there at the moment. It is, yeah. yeah. Coldest place on earth. Oh, well, we, we hosted the footy here on Saturday, Dave, uh, Brisbane Lions and uh, the Western Bulldogs, and it was... Eight degrees, I think, when the first and windy as I watched a bit of that game, and you'd have you'd have AFL footballers kicking the ball forward, and it'd end up going back over their head. Yeah, with that wind, it was grim. It was hard to watch. Now, look, I I feel as if we should, seeing as you are a medical man, touch upon something medical for once. Obviously, if you need to. Yeah, (laughs) Tim's got a rash he wanted to talk about. (laughs) Uh, Not this week. I've seen it before. I've diagnosed before as well. Um, Look, penicillin fixes that up, Tim. You're fine. Uh, Any more? Any more? No, it's all right. right. Do you want to talk vaccines or you had enough of that? Oh, mate, no. Well, you know, I've been away for a week, so I haven't talked about anything. (laughs) You're talking about anything. So, my understanding of this whole clotting thing is that it's, it's extremely rare. Extremely rare, extremely rare, and I think it was one of the ID infectious diseases pundits on on one of the the uh, morning shows. It sort of suggested that it was it was rare in the tens of thousands per person, and the risk of getting a clot from taking something like the oral contraceptive pill was about you know much much less um, or more common, I yep. suppose. And no yep. one's going to stop that's, doing that's that. That's why so I stay away from it's them. One of those sort of things. That's right. So Lukey's just saying that that's yeah, why he stays away from the pill. That's why I stay away from the pill. Yeah, that's yes, he shouldn't. He shouldn't take it. It won't work. I, I might look like I'm pregnant, but I'm not. <laughs> so my other question is: So do you think it's a marketing ploy by Pfizer to sell more doses that the Pfizer people have got out and said AstraZeneca's shit, so that they sell more doses? That's the cynic in me, the conspiracy theorist in me, which is not alive and well, but needs to walk every now yes. and then. Yes. Look, I think it's always good to be sceptical, but not cynical, Tim. <laughs> so <laughs> I think. Um, you know, the, the science is there. It is very, very rare. It's better to have a vaccine than no vaccine, that's for sure. Um, its its rate of, of, of actually helping is so good compared to some of the others on the market that, um, yeah, I, I don't think there's a problem. And also, I would have thought that uh, a vaccine that requires no cold chain logistics like the Pfizer one does is more suited for a place like Australia. 
Did you just say cold chain logistics? Oh, I did. Did you like that? Can you explain I that? I don't even know what that means. It means that the fire's one you have to keep at negative 70 until not long before you use it. So you've got to have a logistical chain that can keep it cold ah, up to right the point on. of where you use it. Yeah. No, that's that's true. I mean, I mean, transporting these these vaccines and all these vaccines are all, all and I understand you'll have an expert uh, down the track to talk about this. We will on the 26th. Well, that's, uh, that's you, mate, isn't it? No. Uh, yeah, is that not you? I wish I wish I had uh, the knowledge that uh, your guest will have, but uh, they all use different technologies to produce these vaccines. So the ones that need to keep it really, really cold until it comes out, obviously that is a logistical nightmare. But uh, again, the the efficacy, so how well they work, is is excellent. Anyway, that's enough medical stuff. What's the best Bundy rum to be drinking at the moment? <laughs> oh, mate, small batch. Small batch, any day of the week. And There's no doubt about it. You were into the Bundy Red there for a while, weren't you? I was. It tastes a little bit too much like bourbon, so... Well, that's um, that's simply know, unacceptable. Bundy Red? Is, What's that? It, it made me feel like a bikey, but um, <laughs> certainly certainly small small batch hits all the marks, mate. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, look... So, sorry, I'm out of the loop. What's Bundy Red? Dave, I'll let you explain. Oh, look, they just call it a, a smooth... An extra smooth rum, I suppose, uh, and it is very, very drinkable. There's no doubt about that. But um, you know, small batch takes a cake. But hey, have you guys heard the the great ginger news what's, today? What's this? The great ginger news. So there's a, a pro um, ten pin bowler in America who's yeah. called the Ginger Assassin, oh. and he's been the first person to get the seven ten split on a pair is on he? TV. We're pretty good, mate. We are pretty good. Yes, we gingers, we can uh, do anything if we put our ginger to it. That's because we don't spend a lot of time at parties and, social, and social yeah, events, yeah, so we, we, we do a lot of things like bowling on our own. That's right, interacting with other humans. Yeah. All right, Dave, look, thanks for your time. You go and enjoy your last night of holidays and uh, hope work isn't too bad in the morning. Mate, it will be. Thank <laughs> I, I will say, Dave, you're a lot more relaxed than when we spoke to you last time, mate, <laughs> when oh, you were in lockdown. I'm going to go on this holiday, and now I've had it, I want it to continue. I'll bet you do. All right, see you, Dave. See you, lads. Bye. 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 Good to talk to uh, Associate Professor Dave Bade again. That's it, I'll get yeah. the name right now, aren't I? That was beautifully done. And pretty big shoes to fill for our next guest who's going to be uh, chatting to us after this song. Oh, can't wait. Yeah? Yep. And we're going to play... Uh, oh, this is the Tim Buckley song I was talking to you about. Who is uh, Jeff Buckley's dad. Jeff Buckley's dad. There you go, yeah. And then later on we'll hear from his grandmother. <laughs> So there we are. That was, uh, who was it, Ted Buckley? <laughs> we are on fire tonight, aren't we? No, Tim Buckley. Tim Buckley, that yeah. Was... And you boys really love that too. Uh, I think one comment was, I can see why his son killed himself. So <laughs> that was fantastic. But uh, it, just, it went on and on and it was dreary and Well, that's not, you know, each song for their different moods. Like that's the sort of mood I was in driving home from the football <sighs> last night. Well, don't. Foisty your emotions on us on air. Yeah, I'm sorry for that, lads. Anyway, moving on. Move on. We've got something really cool to move on with, actually. We've got one of the funniest blokes I've ever seen live on stage. Yeah. He is joining us in the studio right now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'll give you Aidan Nicholson. A round of applause. Hey. Hey. Is there no sound effect? No, like... Nah, no, uh, hang on, hang on steady. We're, we're struggling to get the ads in the right yeah. spot. <laughs> <laughs> ads start playing halfway through songs. You want sound effects. Yeah, right. Come on. Jeez, we How just, come we Dance just Monkey do started playing just before? Uh, because that is the next song, so oh, I just yeah. got a little it's bit ahead of myself. Spoiler alert, so. listeners. <laughs> yes. right. Well, you know, they might get excited. They're about to twitch off. Well, we've, we're known for spoiler alerts on this show, Aidan. We actually revealed that Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father a couple of weeks back. Really? Yeah, yeah. so that, that we probably ruined that. Huh? 
but right. quite Sorry, did you know that? We're, Don't we're, tell them what happened to Princess Diana. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Well, Prince Philip, what happened to him? Yeah. Is that yeah. too that's soon? too soon. Is it? But hang on, the guy lived to 99. And everyone goes, oh, it's a good innings. No, no, no. My grandmother was 100 the other day. Yeah. Was she? Old, older than Prince Philip. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah. And still, that's way more important. Well, I, I hope the Queen's not in her grief enough to send a telegram. Well, no, it would have been before. No, she got a telegram from the Queen. Yeah. And is it still an actual letter sort of thing? Yeah, it's a letter. So you, get, you actually get a letter from... Um, you get a letter from the Queen. Yeah. You get one from ScoMo. Yeah. One from your, your local members, uh, the Governor-General of yeah. Australia, Governor-General oh, of Victoria, okay. which I didn't even know existed. I didn't even know we had one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all sorts of people. Fantastic. They jump on the bandwagon as well. Uh, did, did Lizzie say anything out of the ordinary? Or did she say, look, my husband's just passed away. I'm thinking about a sea change. Like, have you got any property around there? Or yeah. my, my granny is on 200 acres, so Lizzie... Wow. There you go. Could, I mean, we could do a swap for a year. She could come and work the cows for a year, and we'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll move out to, to, to Buckingham. Buckingham. Buckingham Palace. Yeah, Windsor, which one's the nicest one, dear? Well, Buckingham Palace is more... More central, so if you're looking to go to the shops or something, it's probably right. better. Yeah. The Windsor's a bit more out of town. It is a little oh, bit out of the way, but uh, I'd, I think I'd much rather see your face on all their money than hers. Ad, well, we would have to make that happen as well. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do, yeah. Doing the double shooters down the barrel, you know. <laughs> yeah. and the money, well, that'd be perfect. But uh, no, I think, because uh, it's funny, everyone goes, oh, 99, that's a good innings. Yeah. No, you remember when Shane Watson used to get out for 99 all the yeah. time? Yeah, Shane, no one's ever Shane happy Warren, with that. Shane Watson's yeah. highest yeah. test score was 99. And do you, do you ever see the bit of footage where yeah. Daniel Vittori oversteps? Yeah, he was, it was a it no, was a ball, no ball by yeah. about a foot. Yeah. It wasn't just slightly over. Yeah. There was right. about that much. Or the listeners can't see this, but what would that be? About uh, half a foot? Yeah. 12 centimetres. 12 yeah. centimetres, exactly, yeah. in between their foot and the line. Yeah. Like he was way over. A massive no ball. and then But only Shane Warne would be on 99 and try to go the big cow shot over, you know, Yeah, stupid shot. It was a stupid yeah. shot. Caught yeah. on the boundary. Just get a single, mate. You haven't even been close to a century. Instagram in Instagram content before Instagram was even around. Like, <laughs> yeah. It would be fantastic a bit later. Imagine if memes had been around when Shane Warne playing cricket. Imagine yeah. that. He would have been yeah. a meme machine. Probably, yeah. Meme machine. That's good. That's, yeah, thanks, yeah, mate. I, like I don't even thought of that. You, got, it's good you might want a trademark. Yeah. 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 It's, um, all right. <laughs> so we're not here to talk. This is <laughs> come on. No, that's right. So firstly, let's talk about um, – now, I know why Dirty Angel Comedy is called Dirty Angel Comedy because I've seen it. Yes. Right, because I go to Warrnambool for my holidays. Now, right. can you please explain to Luke – why Dirty Angel Comedy is called Dirty Angel Comedy while I fix this up. All right. So Dirty Angel, we have a statue in Warrnambool, which is our War Memorial statue. It's been there for years. Yeah, is that near the park where the big park is? Sort of of up the top there. Big roundabout, just straight over the road from the RSL, and it's where all of our Anzac Day uh, parades and stuff uh, finish up, and we lay the wreaths there and everything else. It's a lovely big old statue. Unless you're driving at it from the east heading west, uh, and in in that particular uh, formation... Uh, it looks like the angel. Um, am I allowed to say? Just yeah, yeah we've got no listeners, mate. It's afternoon. It's afternoon. Yeah, just say one. Right, it looks like it's having a huge wang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the hand, it's actually holding a wreath with one hand, but from that angle, you can only see one side of the wreath. Yeah. So right. It so it looks like up. he's got a big it's wang in his hand. Cool. Uh, yeah. She. Yeah. She, oh, yeah. she. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, 2021, yeah. mate. Come on. Well, anyone can have a wang these days. Yeah, well, it's an angel. All angels are she's, right? Yeah, I guess they are. Oh, yeah. No, well, Gabriel oh, was no, a no, no, there was, yeah, there was uh, But hang on, he, he was an archangel. So he's like the next rank up, isn't he? Yeah, that was when men were dominant. These days, we don't have any of that. No, that's true. But right. look, mm. it's a great... It, uh, anyway, you, so that's why it's called Dirty Angel. Yeah. that statue. That's yeah, cool. Everyone loves the Dirty Angel except the uh, returned veterans. They hate it. <laughs> <laughs> they like the statue. They hate calling it that. Yeah, so yeah fair enough. And it is fantastic because you drive from the right... Because you drive from any other direction yeah. and it looks just like a normal statue. statue. Yeah. But the other one way is, yeah, just... Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to get back to Warrnambool just to have a look at it yeah. now. 
And she's giggled like a little school girl. That's right, yeah. And our yeah. shows are literally 100 metres from the statue. Just down the oh, hill. Perfect. Down the bottom of the yeah, The Mozart yeah. Hall, yeah. <laughs> and how long have you been running them for, mate? Uh, about five years, Dirty Angel's been going for. Um, and I'm not sure whether that includes last year. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do any shows. Year off. Oh, we did a couple yeah. of shows last year. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's hard work. You guys run shows. Yeah. It's, it's like every show you've got to sort of start the momentum again. Yeah, that's again. right. And, and so, really sort of pull yourself up again and, and get out there and sell it all again. Yeah, and, and it's hard to advertise because that yeah. damn Mark Zuckerberg, he just wants money for he everything. He does, it's yeah. Like, mm. And also because you're not usually dealing with really big marketable names as well. Yeah. So you've really got to push that this person is a great comedian. You might not have heard of Comedian A, but look, come along, enjoy a great afternoon. So you're trying to sell the comedy itself. You've got to build that platform where um, the audience that you get coming in, your regular audience, they start to trust you that you're going to bring quality acts to town. And you're exactly right. Like Most people, and and the listeners will be sitting there now, name me more than five comedians in Australia and they'll struggle. Yeah. Um, but there's hundreds and you know, thousands, thousands of really good comedians, yeah. some that are, are, are better than um, what you see on, oh. on ABC well, TV or the galas or whatever. And, yeah, if you give them a crack, yeah. they'll have you laughing. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and the thing is here in Australia, I suppose, it's harder to make a living from being sort of that next level down of comedian. Like if you're in the States or in the UK. Yeah, there's a lot of comedy clubs that just specialise. Yeah. And, and the distances aren't that great, especially in the UK. You can go around and do a 150-date tour and probably yeah. do half of those dates driving from your home. That's right. Mm, yeah. yeah. Whereas here in Australia, you've only got a few major cities and there's only a couple of major clubs in each major city. And they're really difficult to get into in those major cities as well, aren't they? They're well... They're ringing involved. me constantly, actually. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't find it that difficult. <laughs> I had four phone calls since this interview yeah. started. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I might borrow your phone for a bit. <laughs> That's right, yeah. But um, it is hard and it is hard to sell comedians that aren't that well known. Yeah. Um, but when it works, it's, it's like all comedy. It's like being on stage. It's When it works, it's the best thing ever. When it doesn't, it's I think that one of the biggest problems I I see with sort of the way Australia does comedy is that um, you've got those top levels. So you've got your your Dave Hughes and your um, you know Tom Ballard. Sorry, throwing out warnable names here, flat out. Is Tom Ballard a warnable boy? Yeah, both of them. I didn't know that. There you go. Yeah. I knew, I knew Dave Hughes was. So if when people talk about them too, that your name obviously gets brought up yeah, in the same Aiden Nicholson conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah, the fourth best comedian to come out of one. Well, I don't know who the third is, but it's not me. Um, but uh, yeah, they're on TV a lot. Peter Halley those guys. Yeah. They're on yeah. television a lot and they're always in your face. But there's no next level. No. Like, you might do some extra work or something with, you know, Kitty Flanagan's got that new show, Fisk yep. Out. Yep. Have you seen it? It's great. Yeah. Good show. Um, so there's a few comedians that I know that sort of pop into there. Um, but it's really hard for them to get stage time. It's Absolutely. It's because, hey, hey, it's Saturday and Red Faces is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Or things like, uh, I know, the... I don't lives, like that doesn't yeah. exist. So uh, yeah. you always used to have a little set, you know. What was Tom Ballard's show that he ran for a uh, while? Tonightly with yeah. Ballard. Yeah, yeah it always had a little set. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah. the footy show, I don't know if they still do, but they used to. Yeah. Because that's, they reckon how Eric Banner got one of his first goes was they rang him up because someone had cancelled and said, can you beat the Channel 9 studios in two hours? And he goes, yeah. yep. And yeah. that's yeah. Okay. his first big break. And I know a lot of American chat shows will have their comedians. What was the Tonight Show? It used to be that if you made it big on that, you were you were there. Yeah. You know, next thing you know, you had yeah. film offers coming yeah. in and that sort of thing. So those sort of chat shows don't really exist here anymore, do they? No, they don't. So, so, so the people out there who are listening, who see your comedy shows come up or if, if uh, mm. you know, someone's listening to the, the podcast a, a bit later in the Wannable area, then uh, 
get along to see those shows. And, take um, a chance. Yeah, take a chance. Yeah. I mean, God, even if that's like eight comedians that are horrible, that's still really funny. Like it's, you can go yeah. home and tell your mates how You've got a story to tell. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah that's and, true. And, and everyone walks out having a good night. Don't I, they? I generally find if you have eight comics on there, you might have, like if I'm in the audience, I might have two that I'm like, ah, oh, that, that didn't really work for me. But the rest of the, yeah, the other six were, were Back yeah. on. That's not yeah. a bad hit, right? That's no. pretty good. I, I could listen to eight songs on, the, on on a radio station and, and hate six of them. That's right. You know, and only like two of them. And I'll you, you wouldn't turn it off, would you? you well, although it. people have already done that here tonight. But. <laughs> yeah, I just checked the phone. No, yeah, we're right no, still. No, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. No one's listening. You're right. So that that would be my thing too. Is take a chance. Yeah. You might have heard people, but there's you know there's comedians like Ivan Arisketa and, and yeah. Daniel Connell and people at that level that really should be getting more time on various forms of media. Nick yeah, Cody, Dan people Simpson, like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Luke Heggie's a great example. Well, they really should be at that next level and they just can't get that stuff. Anyway. Oh, we should we play a song, lads? Yeah, go on. Now, you would never guess what this is going to be. What's that? Well, I think Aiden's already told everyone what Ladies it's and gentlemen, be. this is uh, Dan's Monkey by Tones and I. And apparently that was Dance Monkey Boy, what they called her? Uh, Tones and I. No, I, I've heard of Tones and I because I believe she played before a grand final recently. Oh, I don't know. Which the, grand final was it that? It doesn't really um, matter, mate. So anyway, yeah. we've, we've got Aiden here with us still, mate. Yeah. And um, Tim was just telling us off here that you're a teacher. I was, yeah, well, kind of. Um, I, yeah, teach PE. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. So you're not a real teacher. A real teacher. Yeah. Oh, what's the board yeah. light up? Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give us a ring yeah. if you think teacher, uh, PE teachers are not real teachers. Look, uh, I'll, I'll back you up. I've got, I've got to say, I've got to say, when during my uh, very uh, checkered career as a teacher, PE teachers were always the ones that you went to if you wanted something organised. Yes. They were awesome at organising things. Organising. Because they were always organising sports days or activities or offside activities. They were great at organising stuff. Well, we've got another organiser here, mate. He's uh, on, obviously yeah. well I in the we same boat. I think we quite a lot of time uh, as PE teachers not doing a hell of a lot, just mucking around and playing games, having yeah. a good time. So when something needs to be organised, we've generally got a lot of spare time to get it done. And, and it's something you can actually sink your teeth into. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's not organising something boring like a you know a curriculum reflection session or something. Oh, it's it's organising yeah. sailing or... Mindfulness. Yeah, yeah. Oh, session. reflection. No. Oh, no, yeah, sailing and kayaking yeah. and, and mountain bike riding. Yeah, and, outdoor uh, red or something. All yeah. that stuff I do. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And so it's all, it's all great and... And the kids love you. Yes. The kids yeah. love you. You are the cool teacher. Yeah, because yeah, you're the not giving part, them homework no. for a start, are you? No homework. My, no, my kids don't do homework. I work at a special school, actually. So Fantastic. My Excellent. kids, uh, they, don't, they don't have homework. Yeah. yeah. But you, you do, you, your budget to do cool activities would be almost limitless, wouldn't it? Uh, I wish it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. We do pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, it used I, to be, but he siphoned a fair bit yeah. of that off for himself <laughs> now. So <laughs> Check out my new $8,000 shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Seven mountain bikes worth of shoes on the <laughs> No, we, we, we do, yeah, we, we do uh, pretty well. We'll just build a brand new school. I've got my own river at my school. Wow. Yeah, 200 metres of river frontage at my school. It's, Excellent, uh, mate. I, I just drive where my car straight down there and I kayak along the river. And where is that? Uh, it's, on, it's on Wollaston Road, which is uh, northern part of Melbourne. It's on the Merai, uh, Melbourne, Warrnambool, on the uh, Merai River. Yeah. Excellent. Not is many people could say that. They've got their own river at work, nah, man. Not many. Is that the one that goes near the rail trail? As you walk, is you out the rail trail out of um, Warrnambool towards Kuroi? Yeah. yeah um, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's beautiful. Because right you there. spend a bit of time in Warrnambool, don't yeah, you? You're always holidaying Yeah, we go there for holidays and stay at Lady Bay and... 
Bloody and, bay, bloody dark. Well, you know, Ooh. hang on, get hang on. We get out of the deep blue, do you, in the, in the hot springs? <laughs> I, I haven't been in there yet. No, we went well. to, before it was open, we went to just a little one. Oh, yeah. And uh, for the listeners, it's it's a mineral spring. It's, it's really hot, like genuinely hot yeah. when you get in it to the point where you can spend a few minutes in it and then you just go, this is enough. And then the idea is you go and dip yourself in the cold water and get back in the hot water and do that. And it's meant to be good for your circulation. It's like, right. I just mm. reckon it's effing miserable. It's yeah, just, family holiday. You're either stinking hot or freezing <laughs> cold. Like, how's that? <laughs> Fun. You know how you said you were a bit of a cynic? You like to let the, yeah. the, the cynic dog off the chain. Yeah. Do you think it's uh, strange that the most expensive hotel in Wannable so happens to be also where the hot springs are? I don't think so at all. I think it's mm. completely reasonable to, to <laughs> um and ah about that. I've got a feeling they might truck that hot water in. I reckon, I reckon, <laughs> it's, I reckon it's coming up <laughs> I reckon there's a big boiler underneath yeah. and they, yeah, they, they even throw the mud in and yeah. Just, yeah, guys, right. just guys feeding redwood in flat out. I, I think that whole industry is based upon placebo and the power of suggestion. Yeah. You know, it does nothing for you. So, <laughs> And what's the age group of the kids you look after, mate? Uh, I'm prepped to year 12. Yeah, we got the whole okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, so five-year-olds. And I teach all of them too. I'm the only PE teacher. 170-odd mm-hmm. students. Wow. Uh, and we, yeah, we go all the way through, so. Excellent. And, uh, I imagine you have lots of funny moments day to day. It's yeah, it can be it can be pretty um, yeah, very interesting place. So you could have yeah, sometimes kids saying the funniest thing to you that you've ever heard, and <laughs> the next minute a kid chucks a rock at you. So yeah, <laughs> same kid. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah, could yeah. Be. keeps you on your toes, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah 170 reports to write at report writing time. <laughs> do you cut and paste? Uh, I. Uh, Come I on. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah, of course I do. But. I've also figured out there's a, a little system um, in my report writing. I don't know how many teachers know this um, in, in my school, but I can put in the – you know the special brackets, like the curly brackets? We used yeah. to call them curly yeah, brackets. Yeah. I can put his slash her <gasps> close curly bracket – and the machine does the rest. When I hit when I hit report, like hit submit report, it wow. will add in the his, the her. Then, I can do curly bracket name. It'll add the name in. Tim, Jeez, where was this when you were a teacher, mate? Hey, the number of reports I put the wrong gender. Oh, no, I can't do that. And it got sent back by a year coordinator or something going, Tim, at least if you're going to cut and paste, get it right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You did change the name, didn't you? Tell me you did that. Well, I worked at a Catholic boys' school, so they're all either Patrick or Joseph. So I was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had a 50-50 chance. Yeah, I had a 50-50 chance. Yeah. So it was all right. All Patrick's were great A students and all uh, <laughs> Joseph has been a terrible student. I used to be terrible. He's been a great student. Used to be, copy paste, copy paste. Used to be terrible in parent teachers because it was either Patrick or Joseph or Michael and you didn't know which kid was going to come and sit in front of you with their parents until they got there. Right. And you'd be like, oh, and then you do the other thing. How do you think you went this semester? Oh, yeah, no, not great at times. Damn straight, not great. <laughs> and then you just <laughs> launch in them. Yeah, no, I don't do parent-teacher interviews either. No, no. Just the no? Yeah, you don't even have to do that. You've got the classroom the, teachers do. You have got the best teaching gig there is. Absolutely, I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, should we play a song? We'll come back. Hang on, before we play the song, though, oh. PE teachers, though, like you, another reason you were the cool teachers was that no parent ever wanted to see you. No. Even the good parents don't want to see you. They're and not they're, interested in how they're going at PE. No, that's right. No. And they should be, but they're not. That's all I want to say. Play the song. This is a song called Plush. Is, is there more of that? Or, oh, no, there's clap well, they, they clap for a bit. That's why it's sort of hard to work out where the song <laughs> is. So, and they even announced that for us. The, the singer actually said at the start, this is Plush. He should have said, buy Stone Temple Pilots. So me having to say it now. But, yeah, to me. Sort of said, yeah. Tim Young, listen to this in a few years' time. Yeah. Because you're, yeah. you know, culturally bereft. <laughs> Save yourself time and only play songs where the 
where the uh, singer announces the name of the song. Before, before the song. Save your heaps of do, do you know who is really, oh, not bad for it, but who does a lot is ACDC in their live shows. So they'll be coming up with a song and they'll go, oh, this song, you know, next song is about, you know, this and this, this song, Back in Black. And they'll do it, but they do it for every song. Yeah, okay. And so there's no flow. Like, they don't just go on and play a song. Oh, they give you the whole Wikipedia. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, we wrote this one a little room in that's Tennessee. Right. And, and then there's, there's 150,000 sweaty bogans just yeah, just, saying, just, just, just play it, mate. Get just get to it. <laughs> Whereas right. Chili Peppers were the opposite, right? They yeah. don't even hardly talk. Yeah, well, that's how it should be, I reckon. The lead singer did not say a word the whole yeah. gig. Um, yeah, just, just went what song after song after song. Yeah, I think the bass player, Fleet, did a couple of little intros, but basically it was just, all right, next song. Yeah, that's Straight what, into it. Well, that's what you're there for, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. You know the other one who talks too much during their shows? And <laughs> if he's listening, sorry, but John Butler. John, <laughs> if he's listening, yeah. We've just offended John Butler. Big fan yeah. of the show, yeah. I, yeah. All the people yeah, in the yeah. world that would be listening, it wouldn't be John Butler. I hope he either. spends the next two hours writing a song about you after this. I do too. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Well, I went to see one of his gigs. It was at, um, uh, what was it called? It was Livid in Brisbane, or I think it was called, back in the day. And <laughs> it went so fantastic, played a few songs that I loved, and then just started crapping on and just went on and on and on and on. He go, mate, play some music. Just before he did that, did he go out the back and you see a bit of smoke coming from <laughs> From behind the stage there's, somewhere, there's every chance that there was, there was smoke being eaten out of, out of a Gatorade <laughs> bottle. So, but we're not here to talk about that. No. Well, speaking of talking to people, though, yes, Aiden, you've got a, a great podcast. I had to listen to it on the way up. So, yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yeah. So I've just started. I, this was a, a COVID project, actually, um, but I didn't start it until after COVID because I'm I really liked laying down a lot <laughs> during COVID. It was it was addictive too, wasn't it? It was just like man, like. Yeah. Just lay there and go, actually, well, I'm normally up and at it. Like, I do stuff. Yeah. I'm more, I very rarely just lay on the couch, but sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm just going to lay here for yeah. an hour. Just That's right. Talk, Tim, talk, you look talk. jealous, mate. Yeah, I am jealous, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's called Aiden Meets Interesting People. Yep. Uh, and it's just basically, you know, when you do comedies and, and, and MC gigs and, um, you know, get around doing various other bits and pieces, you meet people who are generally, generally pretty interesting yeah. people and they've got really good stories, but you sort of have a, a two-minute chat or a five-minute chat and then they're gone again. Mm. Um, you don't sort of get to sit down and spend a long time talking to people. No. So um, I, I always wanted to do it for, for a good while. Then I met this girl in uh, Warrnambool. She's a journalist, works for uh, Fitz Media down there called Taylor Ralph. But she also, she's, she's a journalist, but she also races um, uh, a Yamaha R3 in the Australian Superbike Championships. Wow. Right? So she's got, you know, like your, your R3 that you get on the road pulled all the non-necessary bits on it, slapped on some uh, racing fairings yeah. and uh, hooks down the road at 200 plus kilometres an hour um, in, in, a, in a male-dominated sport. Absolutely. Um, and she, she goes bloody well. Yeah. Um, and she was just, yeah, we, we sat down and spent, spent an hour um, chatting uh, just all about, you know, how do, how do you go getting into racing? Mm. Um, how hard is it being a female racing? How much money does she pour into it? It's crazy. Oh, that, that's the thing I always think with, with that level of racing is where you're paying for it yeah. and you're not sponsored or not supported. It's an expensive sport, isn't oh, it? it? My wife thinks my golf habit's expensive. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't got nothing on no, bike racing. She's trying sure. to turn you towards drugs. Yeah. <laughs> it's It'd a, probably be cheaper. Yeah. I'd be better at drugs than I am at golf. Uh, but the, uh, her, she could have a weekend of way if, she, if she's racing um in uh, a couple of different categories mm. so same bike but over a couple of different categories um with the tires and the and, and the travel and the accommodation and uh, you know if you stack it and whatever mm. she could be eight grand a weekend wow, Imagine wow. If that was your hobby. 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. Drugs would be cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Well, just, yeah. Your wife would be like, yeah. oh, I don't think you're... Yeah. You'd feel like you're going at the same pace too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she, she's first come off the rank. So yep. um, people can check that out. That's on... It's uh, on YouTube. Yep. So... Um, so what are they looking for on YouTube? So it's Aiden Meets... Interesting People. Interesting People. Aiden Meets Interesting People. All that's right. the only video that's up there at the moment, the only yep. one that I've released. Um or you can just catch it on audio only on Apple Podcasts or yep. Google Play or Spotify or yep. any of those ones. Anywhere you get your podcast. Anywhere you get your, yeah. your fats and ginger. Was That's it ginger? It, yeah. Fat man? No. Fat and ginger. Yeah, we, we, we're both sort of a little bit in that way. I mean, you probably <laughs> right. look at us and think we're a couple of cool dudes and uh, yeah. very stylish. Finger, and fingers on the pulse. Easy to look at. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, some people like to think of us as fat and ginger. Oh. So, oh, that'd be great, mate. And uh, it's good yeah. to get out talking to people, meeting some people that others uh, wouldn't know about. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure there'd be plenty of interesting people down that way. Well, they're not all going to be all going to be sports people. So I was actually uh, I did come up here from Warrnambool today, but I went via Dunkeld and caught up with uh, a mate up there that does a lot of comedy, but mm. also uh, battles a lot with mental illness, um, various different kinds of mental illnesses, and uh, the way he deals with it is uh, maybe not as the way that other people would deal with it. Quite unconventional one, would imagine. Unconventional, yes. Um, but still very interesting to talk to. And he's, he's actually the sort of guy too that, uh, and we mentioned this in the podcast, is he quite often starts a story with, oh, have I ever told you about the time <laughs> I was in an earthquake in Indonesia? Yeah. Have I ever told you about when I got sucked out to sea in the Gili Islands? You're like, yeah. And it's just whenever he starts the conversation with, have I ever told you? I'm like, here we go. Here yeah, we go. yeah, for the yeah, fifth this time. It's going to be legit. I yeah. do remember him uh, getting up at a gig once for, for no reason at all. He just took his pants off just yeah. before he got up on yeah. stage. Yeah. And then uh, halfway through, yeah, I thought, well, there's no point wearing a top. I'll take that off too. And just did the most of the gig in his boxes for no reason. Uh, and, uh, and didn't allude to it at all. Didn't even mention it. No, I think, if I remember correctly, that was brought on by people talking at the back and that was his way of shutting people up was he goes if you don't stop talking I'm going to nude up yeah and right so, and he did off he went and off he went yeah, yeah. and it was effective because everyone had their eyes well, fixed it's, it's, it's hard to just start a conversation when yeah, someone's up there it. in their boxes I can guarantee you that the podcast we filmed today all clothes. Yeah, good. The whole time. Excellent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely watch it then. So check that one out. We also, I've got artists coming, uh, musicians. Uh, I've got a tattooist lined up. Yep. I'm really, into, I'm, I've got no tattoos. No, no, they're all. Are you going to get one no, for the podcast? You know, what, do you know what I want to do? I want to get a tattoo. Um, like I wanted someone to use the tattoo gun, but no ink. I just want to know what it feels like. Just hold it there for like three or four minutes. Okay. Just, just buzz around. Well, for the podcast, you could yeah. you could do that. Yeah. You could do it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Could. That I uh, I once got my nipple pierced for random Aussies. Did you? Did you? Yeah. Yeah. What well, happened? Got, uh, we, we went to a, a piercing <laughs> shop and, uh, yeah, at f- oh, nearly swore then. It bloody hurt. I'll okay, give you I, that. I wouldn't do I that. was in a lot of agony and uh, it was all captured on film. Yeah. Right. I'm not surprised. So, I mean, you think about what you just did. You put a piece of metal through your nipple. Through my nipple. Yeah. And then, and, and, and then it got infected after about three days. I had to take it out. It was just, I was just. You were right, Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. um, yeah, I think you might have a similar outcome, maybe with a tattoo thing too. I don't know. Well, it's hard to take that out. <laughs> no, no, no. If he did, because what he's saying is he wants to do the tattoo gun, but with no ink in it. No ink. Yeah, Just yeah. to see what it feels no, like. No, I think you need to get one, mate. I'll fill my biceps with air. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might do something like that. Yeah. I think you should get one. Oh, just a little commemorative thing for, for your podcast. You get the uh, Aiden Meets Interesting People logo. Yeah. Interestingly, a picture of me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on yourself. Yes. Yeah, that's what everyone needs, isn't it? Who was the guy from, um, uh, from Jackass that got a tattoo of himself on his back and he got Henry Rollins to do it while driving in a Humvee. Probably Johnny Knoxville. No, no. Is it, um, was it Steve-O? Steve-O, Steve-O that's it. Yes. Yeah, that sort of thing he would yeah. do, yeah. And so that's on his back for life, and it's really, really, really ordinary. 
So. Now, we've got a little bit of a, a treat for you now, Aiden. Now, uh, this time of the week, we have a little oh. segment called Aussies in Hollywood, right? And we have to see his disappointed face when he listens. Yeah, to I know. I, actually, I'll play. The, should we play the jingle and we'll yeah. come back to talk right. about it? Yeah. You had me at hello. Uh, can we move this along? You'll cost me four ninety-five a minute. Aussies in Hollywood. Now, the reason Tim is looking sitting over there looking glum, mate, is because we have done about five of these now, and every single one we have a little giggle when we're making it, and then yes. the guest just sort of sits there and just does not, not even a little corner of the mouth turning up in a smile. In, right. Actually, in fairness, though, Timmy Downs last week, I think. He, he did have a chuckle. He did he? have a chuckle. But then he realised what he was chuckling at and told himself to stop. That's right. So uh, what it is, Aiden, is we, uh, we have an idea that if a, an Aussie lad or a larrikin was to rewrite some of the great Hollywood films and play one of the parts, and this is what it might sound like. So this week we have uh, another Tom Cruise movie. We've had a few Tom Cruise movies, haven't we? Had Mission Impossible yeah, yeah. the other day. Yeah. Top Gun. Uh, Top Gun would be – we might we might tackle that yeah. in the future. Thunder. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, third one. Well, I suggested that one. Um, think think lawyer situation. Liar, liar. <laughs> <laughs> now, that would be a good one. Now, uh, we have a um, – Jerry Maguire. No, no, no. He's a sports agent. Yeah. We're getting closer, though, yeah, to the right. year, but it's a few yeah, good I'll, men. If okay, you, oh, did you ever see it? Uh, yeah, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah, one of the great speeches of all time. Dad. That was my party trick, being able to reel off the Jack Nicholson speech. So, right. But uh, instead, this time, well, I think it's Tom that we take over from, isn't it? I can't recall. Can't recall? <laughs> Look at you. You're already down about it, <laughs> well, mate. Well, the last – just got to let Aiden know, right. when we did this last week, we did the crying game. Okay. And Have you, you know, seen that? I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Do you right. know the plot of it? No. No, act of, Go and see the crying game, and then let yeah. us know. <laughs> <laughs> we better tell him. There was no, about no, 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 no. Okay, no, all right. No, 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 He'll no. look it up now. You can't wait to see it now, can you? Yeah. Uh, watch it on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> we don't condone that at all. No, uh, that's right. But there's some really good films on Netflix tonight. I'm looking yep. forward to. So, uh, a few good men. Uh, we're going to play it. Yeah, go on. Okay, let's just watch uh, Aiden's face here. The look of disdain and disappointment that he drove two and a half hours to be here. You don't have to answer that question. I want the truth! You want the truth? This coming from a guy who believes in space aliens and thetans and shit like that. Dead set, mate. You subscribe to a religion that was written by a horny science fiction writer back in the 50s so he didn't have to pay tax. You reckon I'm out of order? Get f***ed. I'm going back to Cuba. Gripping stuff there, wasn't it? <laughs> and the, and the, the, the look on Aiden's face is that I really want to laugh because it's the polite thing to do, but I just yeah, can't. I just can't bring myself <laughs> to do it. I'm just remembering the times when I've done similar radio stations where I um, created but, skits and, and, and voices and stuff purely to amuse myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's basically what it is. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. 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 Right, just, yeah. As long as I was happy, as long as I was laughing, yeah. I couldn't care less. No, that's, yeah. Yeah. Well, so this, good on you. This thanks, whole, mate. This Thank whole two you. hours every Monday night is complete yeah. self-indulgence. Also, we just write stuff that we like. Like, literally, there's no one listening. No. no. All stand-up comedy is pure self-indulgence. Yeah, it is, yeah. isn't it? It yeah. is the most distilled form of it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's uh, looking for, for some sort of affirmation that we are interesting people. That's right. Now, before we go to the next song, uh, I was told that you're a Gold Coast Suns fan. What's all that about? Well, I, I am, yeah, I am a Gold Coast Suns fan. Uh, are you a masochist? I, I, I you? bleed for them. Uh, my father bled for them and my my grandfather and his father. We all we bled for them for... Um, Long since. before they were even a club. That's that's how dedicated they are. Do you want me to give you the short version of why? It's well, my, like, nearly my longest running joke of all time. Yeah. Uh, basically, when I moved overseas, I wanted... Um, I'd meet other Aussies and they would... Uh, always ask me, like, you know, who, who do you back for mm. in the footy? And I said, look, I'd, I'd never really back for anybody, but I used to grow up idolising certain players. So I idolised uh, the fantastic 
people such as uh, Warwick Kappa, mm-hmm. yep. great idol, uh, Wayne Carey. Jesus. Right. Compartmentalised. Yes. <laughs> yeah, not, not exactly all role models, but no, yeah, great no. players. Okay, and then it became, um, I got to that age where it was people that were from Warrnambool. So Jonathan Brown, Jordan yep. Lewis. Yeah, excellent. So and and a lot of proud right. footballers come from that region too, mate. Absolutely, and some not so proud ones. <laughs> so uh, I, I never really bagged for a team. So I always said, I'm going to bag for the next new team. The next new team, whatever turns up, whatever Really, I wanted Hawthorne to move to Tassie. Yeah. So I could go so there. You could, yeah. Of course, then the Gold Coast Suns turn up. Uh, I yep. bought a membership halfway through their first game, uh, round two against Carlton. They played their first game. And uh, I bought a membership then. I've been a member ever since. And my name is actually on the um, – there's an honour board at Metricon Stadium for 10-year 10 10 members. And you're on it. And I'm on there, yeah. And Are you I, the only one? Uh, no, no, there's a... Is it called a, the Aiden Nicholson board? <laughs> yeah, I took the board home. Like, it's got my name on it. Uh, no, but I did, I did take a photo of it and I put it on my Instagram and then I went, I thought I'm going to go, I'll buy a hat. And the lady said, oh, are you a member? And I'm like, oh, actually, yeah, I am. I didn't have my membership card on me, but I just showed her the photo on my Instagram of like, that's my name on the board. And she's like, ah, good enough for me. That's <laughs> Yeah, so I, I'm, uh, and I was really happy when Ablett turned up. Yep. I'm like, oh, here we go. We'll, you know, we'll have some success here. But, jeez, uh, it's hard at the bottom. You know, yeah, I know yeah. how Luke's feeling. They did last exactly, weeks, mate. Thank hard. you. It's hard at the bottom. And I've got to say that I've talked a lot over the last few years about Richmond's great moments. But one of the low points of my time as a Richmond supporter was against the Gold Coast Suns when they won their first game. Was it against them? Was it their first game? No, it wasn't won? our first game. Our first game. Or it might be Port Adelaide. Yeah. Um, but we beat you guys the first two times. I reckon in, in, in Cairns. In Cairns. Yes. And the one time was when Carmichael. Carmichael. Of all yes. people. Only time he actually got a kick, wasn't it? Yeah, and he kicked yeah. a goal after the siren to beat us, and it just was oh, – that was – I think oh, – That I, was when Richmond were exactly where they should be. That's, I think I microwaved my membership card Guess that <laughs> I bought a Carmichael Hunt jumper that day. Oh, <laughs> yes, wow. Number seven. <laughs> Do you was? still have it? Because yeah, Tim will happily swap his T-shirt with you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I yeah. don't have it on me now. But it's, uh, Did yeah. you get, have you got it signed by any chance? No, not signed. Yeah. No, again, not a great role model anymore. No. He didn't, he didn't sort of... Mate, if you got a cameo and said, if I send my jumper up, would you sign it for 20 bucks? He'd do it. Don't worry about that. <laughs> He'd be up for it. Yeah, so I've got one of them too. What is it with all these gun players in, in all these different sports that just turn bad when they leave uh, the sport? Like, even the swimming. If you look at the list of swimmers who have got into trouble after swimming. How was that canoe? Did you read about the Olympic canoers? What, what was his name? He, he uh, an Australian um, kayaker. Yeah, yeah. Olympics. Olympics. He just got done for two hundred million dollars of importing cocaine. Wow. We can't have been that good at it then, can he? <laughs> well, well, it would have worked. That's a big kayak. Yeah. Wow. But that's yeah, they, they had a mothership off there and he would they would go and he wouldn't go out in his kayak. That's the side issue. But I was gonna say the dude was a Lynn Olympian and now he's like You'll have to invite him down your river. Yeah. <laughs> but that's but that's I think speed paddling. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Um probably what it is, isn't it? They're so young and they just get given bulk cash and yeah. I don't know. It's disposable it. income, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So much, many people, so many turn bad. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Whereas me, I was always that way. That's so right, yeah. and, and never any good at sports, so no, I just right. was bad from the start. Let's have a Song. Okay. I'm not going to allow I'm getting mad right now. What's he talking about? Tim, what did you think of that? Uh, again, apologise for the swearing at the start. I didn't mind the song, but I didn't listen to the start before. Uh, and there was quite a few uh, F-bombs going off. My dear old mum used to say, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. I don't know if she told Stormzy that. Was that Stormzy, was it? That was Stormzy, yeah. Oh, that's British, all right then. British rapper. So someone gets paid to do that. To do what? That. 
That song? Yeah. Well, I assume he gets paid. I don't know. Unless he's like us. So we don't See, I am getting old, right? Because I go, that's, I'm about to say the line, that's not real music. Oh, yeah, God. I'm, it's not my style of music no. either, but I'm a bit more open-minded than you, Tim. So. <laughs> <laughs> so and, and a fair bit younger too, mate, I'd suggest. Hey, whoa, 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 three uh, years. A lot can happen in three years, Tim. Yeah, tell me about it. So, yeah, yeah we, uh, we've been very lucky to have Aiden with us tonight, mate. Yeah. I always love listening to your chat um, and love watching you on stage, mate. You're a very, very funny man. Agreed. Hopefully we get to see more of you. We're going to try and talk you into coming down and doing a gig with us in Geelong very shortly. Sounds good. For anyone else out there, when can they next get along to see Dirty Angel? Dirty Angel Comedy kicks back off again April 25. April 25? Uh, so April 25. Uh, yeah, if, if that is, is that the Gav to... Semple show? Yeah, so Gav Semple, um, people might know from Australia's Got Talent. It was a semi-final. Yeah, uh, he was fantastic on that, wasn't he? He was good. Yeah, he was, was so good. He was very good. Um, but everyone knows singers win those things, so comedy comedians will never win. Yeah. But he still did well to get the semi-finals. Well, was a good achievement. And to be fair, actually, that year a singer didn't win. Really? The, uh, yeah, no, it was the Kirsty, the pole dancer girl that spun around the pole. Sorry, oh, really? Sorry, sorry, a pole dancer on Australia's Got Talent. She did. So, yep. uh, and dancing is now a legitimate sport. It'll come. It, it'll be in the Olympics because they're doing uh, dance sport in the Olympics, you know. Yeah. Don't raise your eyebrows like it's okay. <laughs> no, I think it's fine. No, you do not. It's legitimate. You I've been telling not. my wife for years, I've just gone to watch sport, darling. Yes. That's right. So, it's the boys. Uh, the world's moving quickly, Tim. And, and it's moving away from me, and I acknowledge that. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, his legs moving. No. Uh, what we oh, so, just jump onto the social medias and yes. uh, follow Dirty Angel Comedy if you're in, in that area. Yeah, it's a great um, afternoon. And uh, yeah, come along. Yep. Cheap Absolutely. Things. And for $10, $15 tickets, it's just ridiculously cheap. For, yeah. for, for, for a couple of hours. You, Longer you're talking, than a movie and yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you free popcorn. Mention the podcast, I'll give you free popcorn. Wow, what free. an offer. Send me a message beforehand. So We've always wanted to give stuff away. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great, mate. And the other thing is the podcast too. Anyone uh, wanting to listen to some quality podcasts, uh, jump on YouTube yeah, and also- YouTube Aiden Meets Interesting People or they can get it on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, no, not Google Play, Google Podcasts or Spotify. Fantastic. Or just ring me and I'll just- <laughs> <sign> <laughs> he'll, it. Yeah. Okay, he'll bring one over. Yeah. yeah he'll yeah. bring a copy over for you. Send your memory stick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So thank you very much for joining us, mate. Awesome. Thank you very much, Aiden. Cheers. Goodbye. And Tim, we'll go to another song. Yep. Uh, this one is actually for you. Is it? Yeah, I'll it's an 80s song. Yeah, great. Because I know you really turned your nose up at a few of my songs. Tonight, I have. So. They've been rubbish. All right, this one you will be happy with, I right. promise you. Go on. And that was my song, apparently, Tainted Love. Yeah, it was for you, Tim. I appreciate it, mate. It was a lovely song. Thank you very much. Well, just to try and give you something from your era that you like to listen to. Well, you, you, you're three years younger than me. Well, I know, but our tastes are, are vastly different, I'd say. Hang on. Your taste is only made more modern by the fact that your kids give you songs to play on air. Well, I wouldn't have probably discovered Stormzy <laughs> on my own. That's true. <laughs> but, you know, I would have been worse for it, I think. Uh, absolutely. Your life is richer for your children's musical input. So well, it's great to have another comedian in here and have a bit of a chat, even off air. Yeah. While the songs are playing, there's it's just a, a few jokes and a bit of banter being no, it's thrown good. around. It's great. No, he's a great guest, and I actually felt sorry for him because he's got a podcast called... Aiden meets interesting people, but Aiden comes on Monday night and spends his time with two very uninteresting people <laughs> yeah, and, and weird looking too. Yeah, weird looking fat. Hang on, let me just check mailbag. Uh, yeah, heads for radio. Yes, yeah, that's heads what they for said. radio. Yep. That's right. Yeah, they did. So uh, that's all right. It was no. great to have him here. That's all right. Now I've noticed that there was a document pinned up to the notice board here, 
and it's about guides to better presentation. Now, I should point out that this document's only been on the notice board since we've started Fat and Ginger. Are they referring to us, do you think? I don't know, but it's been, you can see why the holes on the top has been taken off a few times, and I've taken it off now. So perhaps we could just look at a couple of tips. Tip number one be prepared. You know what you're going to do before. You open your mic. That's great advice. Yeah. And we should take that advice. Yeah, it sounds pretty hard, though. What do I have to do? <laughs> Be prepared, apparently. We're yeah, that's like a Cub Scout motto, not necessarily radio now, jargon. <laughs> that's right. Now, here's one that we are actually pretty good at. Avoid dead air. Now, we don't have a lot of dead air. In fact, we go the opposite where we overlap jingles and we overlap songs. Yeah, we, we overlap have ads, ads playing halfway through songs <laughs> that we, we never have, get back to. I was going to say, we owe the listeners the last half of that song, don't we? So. Yeah, we might. Oh, no, well, I think we'll just leave it now. No, I think we'll leave but, it. But uh, maybe he's referring to when we are talking as dead air. Maybe he's sort of saying, when you guys uh, open your mouth, that is dead air. That's right. And no, you're not entertaining anyone, least of all yourselves. That's right. And we are putting the cause of Voice FM back years every time we broadcast. Apparently there was a heap of sponsors lined up until we started. They've all disappeared. That's right. We're not being associated with that. What else are they saying that we have Um, to do? Here we go. So uh, a tidy studio is a happy studio. As I look around, I think we're okay there, aren't we? Yeah, we've got a bit of hand sanitizer there to, you know, fight off the uh, spicy cough. That's right. There was a couple of weeks ago where there might have been a few empty cans lying around, but... um, No, not at all. I I don't recall that. Oh, you don't? (laughs) Remember they told us about it? Yeah, that's That's true. Uh, Let's see. If you're scheduled to be on air, make sure you're there half an hour in advance. I think we're pretty good at we that. We did that okay. Yeah, we're I right think now. we're perfect presenters, Tim. Uh, if you're going to talk over a song you've just put here, reduce the volume significantly, blah, 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 blah. That's all boring, no. Yeah. So just don't, don't talk. I don't know. I'm not a big one for talking over songs. No, I don't think we need to, do we? No, I don't think so. Let the song speak for itself. Yeah, I, I think uh, that yeah, last it. one we played, that Stormzy song, it spoke for itself. It certainly did yeah. that. I think, what did he say at the start? What was a couple of things he said? <laughs> he said, I'm enjoying myself and I'm very happy with my career choice. Yes, he sounded like it and uh, you know he's getting paid so now here we go uh, do we I don't know do we do this point five always remember the three golden rules of broadcasting back announce back announce back announce see what, what they mean? did there that's not three rules no, they've it? written it three times you see so it drives it home oh okay why didn't they just say one rule back announce back announce back announce well it's a bit like the fight club one isn't it you know first rule of fight club is you don't talk about fight club second rule is you don't talk about fight you club you don't talk about fight club yeah that's right and the third rule is wipe your feet on the way in. That's right, yeah. That's yeah. right. Well, they were fastidious <laughs> about their cleanliness. Well, they were, just like they are here at uh, Voice FM. Indeed, that's we're right. We're just talking crap, aren't we? Really? We are. Well, yeah. they've got carpet on the walls, so you've got to vacuum the walls. <laughs> so it increases your housework quota. Yeah, we now, are. Some- we're just talking crap. Hey, I'm going to play another song because mm. I've got two left. Now, I'm going to let you choose, Tim. This is like a choose-your-own-adventure. Remember those books? They were fantastic. Were they good? They were great. Yeah. So and I just saw it. there was a movie out about that. Really? Where you could actually choose what happens next, but like a movie. I've seen a few of those. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm going to give you the choice. I've got... (laughs) You've brought me down to your level. That's what what I hate about this. Welcome to the basement. Go on. Uh, Mr. Jones. Mm, Or? Or The Streets. What do you want? I've only heard of one of those. I'm going to go with the first one. Crows with Mr. Jones, Tim. Now, I thought, with yep. the amount of swearing that we've played tonight, I thought yes. Counting Crows are going to be a good choice here. Yep. They're a bubbly band. They're, they're, they are, they're yeah. not risque. They're very yep. mainstream. And that was their acoustic version, which is even less risque than the other Well, stuff. you would have thought so, but he did drop an F-bomb uh, in that second chorus. Did yeah. you not hear that? No, I didn't. I wasn't nah, listening. <laughs> I was just, as soon as I put my headphones on, he's got head, I go, don't tell me they're even doing it to me tonight. <laughs> Apologies to all our listeners for the amount of swearing in the songs. Uh, um, right. We'll vet it for next time better. That's it. 
Luke Will we? Well, yeah. that sounds like a lot of effort. Hey, is there anything on that bit of paper off the notice board about swearing in songs? Not a sausage. Not mentioned? No. Nah. Okay, we're, we're great right. presenters. We're yep. good to go. Uh, look, thank you to Aidan Nicholson for coming all the way from Warrnambool to be with us tonight. He did well, didn't he? Oh, fantastic. Thanks yep. to uh, Dave Bate again for updating on stuff. Sorry, who? Uh, Associate Professor Dave Bate. Sorry, right. I didn't know who you were talking about <laughs> for a second there. <laughs> no, that's fair enough, too. Uh, thanks to Voice FM Hamias. Thank you, Luke, for being the rock of this show once again. <laughs> Uh, and, let's, and, uh, let's just get out of here. Let's I've go. got a special song for us to go out on, and this one is for you. Okay. And it's not playing. Hang on, hang on, hang on. System shut down.